Welcome to another episode of Spock Sports Show. It's a look at everything sports here in the mid-Michigan area. And now, here's your host, Chris Spockman. Hello and welcome to the Bird Barn Grill, downtown Mount Pleasant. It is the Barberry Law Firm, Mobile Sports Studios, and Spock Sports Show live on location. Got a whole lot going on. We got Coach Wheaton. We've got Connor Stemke. We got Joe McDonald here, Scooter Pope, Coach McIntyre here. Coach Gross going to be coming in a little bit. Action-packed half hour, maybe a little bit longer here on Buck 92 as we bring you everything you need to know from high school football this last Friday night. And as you can see, I'm here joined by a couple guys from Sacred Art, Joe McDonald, Connor Stemke, who played a big part in Friday's win. And first win, getting it off the board. You guys had a couple tough first games. And so you guys are a couple plays away, in my opinion, from being 3-0. But we'll start with you, Joe. How are you feeling about things at this point in the season? Uh, starting to pick up a little bit. Obviously, those first two games were pretty hard, a little frustrating, but I think we picked it up on Friday night, and I think we're just starting to get going. Yeah, Connor, you kind of feel the same way? Definitely. I think the first two games were um, testing for us in the new conference, and this last one should uh, get us going for sure. Yeah, and i got to go back a little bit. What was it like playing in that rain? Have you guys ever played any type of sport in a driving rainstorm, just kept going and going and going? And then it seemed like it was letting up a little bit. But then at the end, when you guys got the ball back with a couple minutes left, boom, here it comes, just kind of opened right back up. Yeah, I remember last year in our playoff game at Kennedy North Huron was pretty bad, but I never played in rain like that before. Yeah, Connor, you you done anything in the rain like that? Like, that's one of the kind of rainstorms when you're sitting inside. At some point, you almost just want to go run outside because it's just so crazy, so wet out there. And 60-8, to eight, you guys could have a number of MVPs in that Vesterberg game. But, Connor, you kind of had a, a dream stat line there. And, Joel, the, the interception return that he had for a touchdown, I feel like that's every big defensive lineman's dream to catch one that flips up like that. You got a little bit more speed. What was that like watching your teammate be able to go – I'll say coast to coast like that. I was a little jealous. <laughs> a little bit. Because Coach Wheaton said he gets a steak dinner now. Oh. So I think that's got to be one of my goals. Uh, so pick six steak dinner or something like that. Yeah, so do you know what kind of steak you're going to get, Connor? I'm not sure, but not we'll sure. see. All right. And now what else stuck out to you guys about that game? Like I said, it seemed like every time Caden Rose touched the football, he got into the end zone. Did you guys know it was going to be like that after the first couple drives? I think um, we could tell just off the first couple of plays how it's going to be. But a big difference for us was our offensive line just clicking and starting to get stuff. Yeah, but you guys got a big offensive line. Now you got Kostriva out there as well. So with Kostriva, Howell, Rose, French, you guys got some pretty good guys up front, don't you? Mm-hmm. And now you guys both play in the defensive backfield, I'll say, kind of, because it's eight-man football, it's a little bit different. How much different is that growing up playing that 11-man football? I'm always asking the coaches this question, but curious to ask a player, what's it been like switching from 11-man to eight-man for you guys? Uh, I only played one year of 11-man. Oh, all right, all right. Football. I started in sixth grade, so, so I've, been a playing, whole lot. I've been playing eight-man pretty much All right, as long as I've been playing football. Same for you, Connor? Um, I played a couple more years of 11-man uh, and Rocket growing up. I started in third grade. The biggest difference I notice is you just kind of move all around an eight-man, whatever the team kind of needs. Yeah, it was an 11-man. You kind of had your spot, but an eight-man is kind of one of those they can pick and pull you and play wherever. And I think the one thing that Brett Heibel and I talk about when we're doing the game, after a couple minutes, it's just kind of like, you know what? It's just just football out here. There's really not a whole lot different than the 11-man. And the biggest hit that you guys may have had, we've got the J&J Auto Collision Report, May have been from Josiah Howell on the kickoff where he just he laid out the return. He actually came up with the football, and I think he recovered it, but don't think the, the officials got a good look at it. It was one of those right before it happened. I was saying, well, I don't know how he's going to work as kind of a contained guy on the return. Can you talk a little bit about Big Joe Howell, his athleticism? 
Yeah, he's uh, for how big he is, he's extremely fast. He's got good feet, and he's pretty physical, so it's a big advantage, especially on a kickoff when we don't do our jobs. <laughs> you kind of feel the same way, Connor? Yeah. And now one thing I got to ask you guys about Coach Wheaton, he can't hear you right now either, so actually maybe he does hear. What's your guys' favorite part, least favorite part about playing for Coach Wheaton? Um, I like the intensity he's brought to practice and every day, um, just trying to make us better. Joe? That's what I would say, too. It's a little bit of a change from last year, and I think it's been pretty good so far. Yeah. Do you guys got a least favorite part? And things kind of got quiet over there. Do you guys got a least favorite part about playing for Coach Wheaton? Um, not anything I'll say right now, I guess. <laughs> hey, that, hey, that's that's all right. That's all right. And Friday night, you guys are taking on Coleman, another team kind of like Vestaberg. You guys play them in every other sport, but it'll be the first time you've played them in football since, I think, 2017 maybe. What are you expecting from them? Uh, expecting a tough game. This should be pretty good. I think we just got to go out there and do our jobs, and I think we'll come away with a win. Connor? Yeah, conference teams are usually tough. They like to bring it, and so we got to be in our best game. All right, Connor Stempke, Joe McDonald, thank you guys so much for joining. We're going to take a break here on Spock Sports Show, presented by the Barberry Law Firm. When we come back, we'll have Scooter Polk, Jason McIntyre in the hot seats. Not really hot seats, guys. All right, it's pretty easy. Yeah. All right, thank you guys so much for joining. We'll be back with more right after this on Spock Sports Show. If you've got legal questions and you don't know what to do, my attorney is Joe Barbary. He can be yours too. Hi, this is Joe Barbary. Here's the motor vehicle accident tip. If you've been injured in an auto accident, you don't have to go to Detroit to get the best legal team to represent you. Myself and my staff have been doing auto accidents in the central Michigan area for over 30 years. Most people I know don't want to drive 150 miles to meet with somebody that they've never met before. If you retain us at Barbary Law, you'll meet with an attorney face-to-face and you'll be minutes away from doing so. So keep that in mind. If you're injured or, God forbid, a loved one is injured or killed in a motor vehicle accident, contact Barbary Law and we'll take care of you. Lots of auto repair shops service your car, but very few also offer you total customer service. Lucky for you, Dagwoods Auto Repair prides themselves on both. A community staple in Mount Pleasant, Dagwoods easily takes care of any auto problems you may have, from routine tune-ups to big repairs. While your car is being fixed, take Dagwoods shuttle service wherever you need to go. Dagwoods is open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. in Mount Pleasant. Call 772-9500 to schedule your appointment today and see that customer service is Dagwoods' number one priority. Woods, common sense auto repair. Let's get back to all the talk at the Barbary Law Firm Mobile Sports Studio with Spock Sports Show right here on Buck 92. Welcome back to the Bird Barn Grill, downtown Mount Pleasant. It is the Barberry Law Firm Spock Sports Show. Just had Coach Wheaton, Connor Stemke, Joe McDonald here talking some another big win over Vesterberg Friday night, and it was a big win for Beale City. Well, unlike those other two coaches, Coach McIntyre, Scooter Polk, your game was was a bit more of a thriller on Friday. Uh, 27-24, you guys were victorious. It was 9-0 at the half. What, what was that first half like? We'll start with you, Scooter. Uh... It wasn't going so well. I mean, <laughs> luckily we picked it up in the second half and got to get going. I mean, it wasn't what we were looking for in the first half. It wasn't what we were trying to be doing. But, I mean, we picked it up and got got the job done. Yeah, Coach, what do you, what do you think about that? Uh, I like Scooter's take on it. Yeah. Put it that way. <laughs> Still, uh, I, uh, I was really disappointed in the way we played um, in the first half. And um, 
it just wasn't us. It wasn't kind of who we were. But, you know, in defense of the kids, we traveled for the first time. We got a young team. Um, it was the first time we had school on a Friday and played. I mean, there were a lot of variables, but um, we sh- that's the way we looked. And that's disappointing. As a coach, I take that kind of personally as we need to be ready, more prepared to play and come off. We weren't very physical. There's a lot of things we could have done better. Um, but like Scooter said, um, the resiliency and the way we responded is key and, and probably going to help us moving forward. Yep, and uh, when I mentioned, you know, so second half of our game, I think it was 46-0 Sacred Heart at the half, and so when I saw the game was 9-0, I had the NFHS network pulled up on my iPad, and the, the late fourth quarter scooter, the post-game show kind of turned into, oh, couldn't be a play-by-play because I couldn't see the numbers exactly, but turned into, well, they just picked up a first down, Cadillac's ball, and, you know, here's, here's what's happening with this game. We just had to stay there with it because it was such a big game. I was, I was mentioning that this is kind of the one school you guys are playing down. You know, you got the, the two Midlands, the two Bay Cities, and the two Traverse Cities in your conference now. And so this is the only, I think, D4 school you guys are playing. You guys are D3. Everybody else, D3, D2, 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 one. So I was like, it's a loss that would really hurt concerning playoff points. And I don't know if you're going to get this, Scooter, but did you go any given Sunday in the locker room, Coach? Uh, that's probably what the boys were expecting when I walked into the locker room. Um, and, but I did anything but that, to be honest right, with you. I right. think maybe that was a more scary message to them than anything else. But really what I just said was, um, you know, I just challenged our leadership. I said somebody, somebody else has to find a way to demonstrate, um, you know, wh- how we play football here. We need a leader. You know, Ma- it, Max was banged up and those kind of things. And, and that's why Scooter's here tonight. He was the one that, that, that did that for us. I mean, the energy and intensity which he came out, he took the opening kickoff. Not only did he return it, but he you know broke a couple tackles. He right down our sideline, ran a guy over, and it, and it instantly changed the dynamics on our sideline. And that's kind of the that's what I was looking for. And that was kind of the message at halftime. And and I just want to see if the guys were going to do that. And, and and Scooter and a bunch of other guys kind of did that and, and provide the energy we need to start playing more kind of the way of football we like to play. And for Scooter, do you get the any given Sunday reference? Have you seen that movie with Al Pacino? Uh, I get it, but I have not seen. All right, movie. all right. Go just look up the Al Pacino Friday. You know the the he, speech or whatever. It's, he's it's heard pretty the dark. speech every single home game. So <laughs> I, mean, I, I won't go too much into our traditions at Mount Pleasant, but he's heard the speech. Yep. Uh, and you know what? I've I've talked with Coach Mack. You know a lot, a lot of times. And I think eight years going on. And I think he's a great coach. And to, to hear him mention you in the word leadership, what what does that mean to you? That's got to mean a lot. I mean, it means a lot. I mean, for him to put his trust in me and like let me do what I do. For him to, like, guide our team to do the right thing and put us in the right places to do the right thing, I mean, it, it means a lot. Like, What was going through your mind going down that sideline on that kickoff return? Uh, hold the ball, actually. <laughs> hold the ball. Hold out of the ball. Hold out of the ball. Hey, and that comes from good coaching, right? <laughs> and never never forgetting to hold out of the ball. And, uh, yeah, C- C- Coach Mack, you know, 9 nothing was the score. It's very easy for, you know, for these kids to fall 27-24, you know, when in the second half did you guys feel like, hey, maybe this is turning around for us? Well, I mean, we we took Scooter the big kick return. We went down and scored, and that changed everything because now it's nine seven, right? Like I think the key to the whole game is the fact that it was only nine nothing yeah. a half. I mean, we we got if you were at that game, we should have been. I mean, we were the. It looked like we could have been up twenty one nothing the way we played. I mean, we just found a way to get a few stops on defense. We had a couple drives here or there, um, but we were really behind in terms of football and so we we got that drive nine seven and then we immediately got him a three and out and then we went down and scored right away and that really now we're all of a sudden we're up 14-9 so uh I mean I think that's when you sensed okay it's a ball game now and um and we really I thought we were really putting the pedal to the metal and maybe even going to kind of pull away and then they had a big kick return and they got a score and all of a sudden it was a it was a battle again so um you know they're a good football team though I mean Cadillac 
two years ago was in the state finals and last year in the semifinals. So, uh, you know, not to take a lot away from them. They had some good football players, um, and they're – they're gonna be a, they're gonna be a team that'll probably be in the playoffs, and they are D three this year. Actually. Oh, they're actually all right. So they're yeah, in your guys' division. Yeah, so you yeah. guys could end up seeing them never, again never down know, the yeah. road. You yep. talk about playoff points; they're gonna build up some points yep, to play in yep, some of those yep. bigger schools. And now, who stood out to you guys offensively, defensively? You know, Scooter obviously talking about you, but anybody that out on the field that stood out to you? Uh, Logan Burdichuk, our quarterback. All right, all yeah, right. I mean, we asked him to keep confidence and stay in and do his job. I mean, he did it. I mean, he kept confidence in receivers, hit his targets, did his job. Seen it, seen the game through. Instead of like not holding his head down, he held, held his head up high. I mean, he did a good job. Did, did things go a little, little rough for him in the first half? I guess or uh, not for him. I mean, uh, he hit me on a post route or a flag route, and I dropped it. And I was like, "All right, that's me. Like, keep your head up. Like, keep keep confidence. Like, it'll be there. I swear." And he, hey, he did his job. Leadership, right there. That that's it, right there, Coach yep. Mack. And you know, I think Coach Mack will say more than the wins and losses. Hearing you learn to treat your teammates like that—that that, that's the most important thing to you, isn't it, Coach Mack? Yeah, sure. And, and I agree with what Scooter said about Logan. I thought he 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 kind of took over the huddle like a senior would instead of a junior. In the I mean, he he called his number a couple times. He he he. You know, I just he he grew up a lot. I think as we as we try to, and then especially like when you're at the end, you're trying to ice the game and do things like that. You know. There's things that you want your quarterback to be able to do in the huddle, and, and, and I thought it. But, but yeah, I mean, um, Aiden Klein had a really good game. You know, another senior that we challenged, that dropped the ball in the first half that maybe wasn't playing his best the first half, didn't get a couple blocks from the first half. But he, too, came out and was kind of like, okay, it's on us. Like we're, we, it's, we're, That's kind of what the message half was. Just, you guys are either going to have to do it or you're not. And, and those guys, like I said, stepped up and did that. Yeah, and to toot your horn here a little bit, Scooter, I think Coach Mack will attest to this. As far as defensive backs go, I, I don't know if I've seen a better one in mid-Michigan the last few years you've been here, man. You, you, you're electric when you have the ball in your hands offensively, but they just don't really throw your way a whole lot when you're out there defensively, too. Can you talk on that a little bit, Coach Mack? Sure. I mean, uh, they'd throw at him more if they knew how good he was, really. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he, he's got the persona, so that's yeah. what they're scared of over there. Yeah. No, Scooter, uh, since he got here, is, uh, uh, he, he, the thing about Scooter is not only is he a tremendous athlete and but he understands football like he just gets it um he, he understands like you can coach him one time he understands what we're trying to get accomplished why we're doing this coverage versus that coverage and how to make the adjustments and um and he loves to compete so that's the kind of kid you want on a corner on his own out there and he, he competes for the balls and um he has instincts sometimes that can get you in trouble a little bit but but a lot of times it causes you to make big plays so he's made a lot of big plays for us on both sides of the ball and we're certainly happy to have him that's for sure and scooter what was that ride home like after that comeback with man uh if we didn't have a speaker on the bus it probably would have been shut down <laughs> uh, yeah they, I mean, they you know they started with this sing-along to all this country yeah. music and i was pretty good with that but then all of a sudden they changed this other stuff, you know, I gotta keep it, keep it close. <laughs> Actually, on, but. speaking of that, there's a CD now up in the press box that says "Football Rock" on it that I made. That I think is rock and roll enough for us older guys, and might be newer enough for you, you younger guys, right. if if you want to check right, that nice. out. <laughs> and now you guys are starting the gauntlet of the cities: TC Central, Bay City Western, Bay City Central, then TC West. We'll be there for the TC Central Western and the TC West game. But the big ones this Friday night: TC Central coming in at one and two. Talk about playing down a game you don't want to lose. They, they're going to need this win to, to get themselves into the playoffs probably. What are you guys expecting from them Friday night? Well, you could say one and two. They're probably the best team we've played so far. I, looking at film, I, I would think they're, um, you know, they're, they're, they're probably the best team we've played so far. So um, they were in the state finals last year in D2. Uh, they know how to win. They're very well coached. They play with a lot of speed. 
Um, so uh, they, they're going to be a big challenge for us. We're coming off a game where we didn't play well, so hopefully we respond. Um, but we've got, you know, like a lot of people right now, you're in that fourth week, so the injuries are starting, the sicknesses are starting, that stuff. So we've got to have guys step up that maybe haven't been doing as much of those things. So it'll be really interesting to see how it shakes out on Friday. Um, we're excited to be back home. Obviously, that's that's a big deal. Um, but they're they are a formidable opponent that uh, is going to put a challenge on our defense. And, you know, our defense hasn't really held up. We're young there. We're young up front. And so it's going to be a challenge to see if we can kind of make improve on what some of the things we've been making. And you always – I always find some stupid stat. I went to look thinking you guys have probably never played before. You guys have, but not since 1964. you got to go way back in the day to find the last time. Mount Pleasant played TC Central. You guys 2-4 and four against them all the time. Like I said, long, long time ago. Scooter, what are you expecting in school Friday? What's that day going to be like for everybody? Uh, I think it's going to be big. I mean – our schools really, in, our student sessions really into the game. So I mean, they'll probably have something going on, something big. Yeah, they, they've had some theme nights yeah. going on. Probably going to do something this Friday as well. You guys going to have a, a pep rally or anything for the game on Friday? Well, we got homecoming the following week, so hopefully we'll probably be. It, it won't, a lot of people are focused on the next week, obviously around the school. Um, we, it's our Hall of Fame game, so we'll have the Hall of Fame attendees there, and that's going to be a fun one for me because I have a former player for the first time going in the Hall of Fame, a coach I played for going in the Hall of Fame, and some buddies I played with going in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> so uh, it's, a, it's an exciting Hall of Fame, and um, yeah, it's going to be a big night. Should, hopefully the weather uh, cooperates, and and, uh, and hopefully we play a lot better than we did last Friday. All right, Coach Max, Scooter Polk, thank you guys so much for joining us, and we'll be there Friday. You can watch the game, Facebook.com, Buck923. Big shout-out to Pat Onstott and the students helping us get that video coverage going. Also have the student broadcast going but we'll be there friday should be a big one tc central mount pleasant scooter coach mack thanks so much for joining me appreciate it man we're gonna take another break here on spock sports show when we come back we'll have the guys from beale city with me as they just stepped into the bird bar and grill it's spock sports show presented to you by barberry law firm coming to you live from the bird bar and grill back right after this on buck 92 if you've got legal questions and you don't know what to do my attorney is joe barbary he can be yours too Barberry Law is proud to serve clients in mid-Michigan. Ask your insurance company, any prosecutor, judge, and they know the name. He's respected, knowledgeable, and he wins. Barberry Law has won multi-million dollar accident claims, is an expert for estate planning, and Michigan's go-to divorce lawyer. When you have a legal battle, you need Barberry Law and his team in your corner. They work here, they live here, and they know us and our courts and will win for you. Great legal representation is right here in Mount Pleasant. Barbary Law Firm, every case they take, they take personally. My attorney is Joe Barbary, he can be yours too. A splash of color, a little bling, and inspiration is what helps you live artfully with ArtReach. ArtReach is hosting their annual auction for the arts Thursday, September 15th, 5.30 p.m. at the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. This year's theme is Enchanted Forest. Tickets can be purchased online or at the door. Find out more at ArtReachCenter.org. There's something for everyone at ArtReach. In downtown Mount Pleasant and online at ArtReachCenter.org. ArtReach. Live artfully. If the ruts and holes are getting to be too much in your driveway or parking lot, make life a little smoother with Central Concrete Products. Central Concrete uses the highest quality products, so you know their work will last. Visit them today on South Bradley and Mount Pleasant. Central Concrete Products, an equal opportunity employer and proud part of Fisher Company. Buck92 and Buck92.com return you now to the Spock Sports Show, live from the Barbary Law Firm's mobile sports studio. 
Welcome back to the Bird Bar and Grill. Now here with Carter Fussman and Caden Strauss from Beale City and the Aggies now 3-0. Congratulations to you guys. Thanks for joining me. Wasn't there Friday, but getting updates from Rick Smith, and it seems similar to our Irish broadcast. They were up 46-0 to at the half. What was, what was your guys' score at the half? I'm going to squeeze this in on here too, boss. What, what was the score at the half of your guys' game? I'm um, pretty sure it was 42 nothing at half. Yeah, so you guys came out with that running clock in the second half. And who stood out offensively and defensively? Is anybody that had some big numbers out there? Uh, I think Smitty, Caden Smith, stood out. All right. On offense. Right on. And how about you down on the you, – you're usually holding it down on both sides of the line. How would you guys do yeah, up front? I think we did pretty good. We had a good push all night. We stayed low. All right, Carter, you catch any more touchdowns from your cousin? Uh, I caught one. You caught one? He was an 85-yarder. All right, all right. And so how, how long have you two been playing football together? As long as I can remember, I think we've <laughs> I think we've been playing ever since fifth grade. All right, all right, and I guess maybe not always on the same team or age wise. Like I said, you're just one grade ahead. Have you guys always kind of been on the same team? Well, like I said, fifth grade. I think we were on the same team for one year, and then haven't been since sophomore year. And then we started playing together up until now. All right, and Caden, you got Ben on your team with you. Are you guys brothers, cousins? How's that? Oh, uh, I think we're cousins. You think, and that's one of the cool things about Beale City. So much family out there. Like I, I, I think we're cousins. And I, what, what's it like being able to play with him? It's pretty nice. And you guys now three and zero. You made two of the three look quite easy. And I don't know if you guys saw Ravenna won big their last two games, eighty-seven to twelve. Looking back. How beneficial is that, like, first tough game? You know what I mean? A lot of times, particularly for you guys in Beale City, there's not a lot of small schools around the mid-Michigan area that say, yeah, let's throw Beale City on the schedule. You guys have got to go out and find those games. You knew Ravana was going to be tough. You think that's paying dividends the last two weeks with those big wins? Yeah, because having that tough game really helps us look back and see what we need to work on for the next coming weeks. And Carter? Yeah, they really push us. They were a really good team. I mean – didn't expect it to go out like that, but I think that really helped us, and it's got to keep helping us on for uh, the games to come. Yeah, as well as I was talking with uh, Jack and Brad after the game, I said, I don't even remember who caught the third, and they was like, Carter caught the third touchdown, but there was just so much that happened throughout the rest of the game that some of it just kind of blanked. I feel like I blacked out for a little bit of it during the broadcast because it was, it was just so bonkers, and uh, for actually, the, the next two weeks are going to be really difficult for you guys. Lake City ahead, a school that you guys are so familiar with playing them in every sport. What are you guys expecting from them Friday night? We're expecting a lot out of them. You know, they're a really good football team, really good quarterback. Their backfield's really strong. So, you know, be expecting a dogfight out of them. Kind of, kind of the same thing. I think you kind of yeah, answered that question right there. And is that, that's been Coach, uh, Coach Gross's scouting report for the week? Pretty much. Yeah. Yep. Just contain the quarterback. Contained number one, Darren Kunkel's his name. Darren Kunkel. We, we stop him, I think we'll be pretty good. You no, know, he's pretty fast and shifty quarterback. Just can't let him get an open field. Yep, and now I always make the joke that it's, it's my job to look ahead. It's your guys' job to focus on this week. But next week ahead, Everett is already 3-0. and Everett's one of those teams that not always strong in sports, but every once in a while they've got that team that pops up and they end up being really good, maybe make a little playoff run. Cardi, obviously, probably familiar. You got probably familiar with a lot of the seniors over there. What are you yeah. expecting from them? And have has this group of you know Everett kids been tough all the way through? Very much, except just expecting the same thing out of them. They really didn't lose like that team last year. It was just pretty much all juniors. So really expecting the same, probably a better team than they were last year. You and know, that, and that was one of your guys' closer games last year during the regular season, correct? 
Uh, I don't think so. I think all right. it was like yeah, 50, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, trying to remember know, back. All they, right, they were a good team. Good all right, team. And got a lot and got a lot of their kids coming back. Probably yeah. very hungry. And yeah. want to talk about a little bit about that playoff run that you guys had last year because it, you know, I always talk about football is kind of the, the pantheon of the high school sports state championships. Um, what did that run take from you guys as a team? Like I said, you know, younger kids out there listening, I want them to hear this kind of stuff of, you know, here's a team that went to the state finals that can be done from mid-Michigan. This is kind of what it takes. I mean, it took a lot of dedication just starting from the summer, just working hard, you know, putting your foot down, just wanting to reach that goal. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of, kind of agree with him, Caden? Put in the hard work. Yeah, and that's one of the things I talked with him about that 1994 state championship team. He kind of said, well, it kind of started in the offseason. He talked about getting yelled at by a uh, basketball coach for going to going to lift after doing basketball. I'm going to have one of you guys throw the headset over here to Coach Gross because we're going we're gonna to have to ask him a couple questions here because I'm just curious about uh, his thoughts on Friday night. to got to say, you know, they talked about – Doing a great job uh, offensively, defensively, but I'm going to put you on the spot, Coach Gross. You guys had that big win versus Houghton Lake this past week. If you had to pick an MVP from the game, who, who would you be picking out? Well, MVP from our Houghton Lake game? Yes, sir. Uh, I would have to say They said Caden Caden stood out to him, yeah. Caden Caden, uh, Smith? Smith, yep. Yeah, Caden Smith did a good job. We, he played a little quarterback this, this uh, past game, and he's never really played quarterback before, and I think he did a really good job. He had a couple things we obviously need to work on, but he's just really dynamic with the ball in his hands, and uh, we, it's a good way for us to get uh, you know our playmakers the ball. So yep. if you put him at quarterback, he, can, he made a good throw to actually made a throw to Jack Fussman. All right. It's kind of ironic. Of, you know, he's usually the guy receiving, and then he threw a pass to Jack. Across the middle for I don't know 25, 30 yards. So, you know, Caden. I don't know if Caden was our MVP. I mean, everybody. They had a lot of good guys. I mean, Carter had an interception that looked like the David Tyree catch. Oh yeah, yeah he caught it like <laughs> on the back of his helmet. Uh, I mean, and Josh Wilson had a really good game as well. He he ran for a touchdown. He ran I think for I a saw. touchdown interception return for a touchdown. All right, and caught a touchdown. So he mean. had all three. So you could say Josh was the MVP. I'm not really a big MVP guy though. Well, that's what I that's what I got to do. It's kind of my job, you know. Yeah, and I can always just go back to the we were we, our team played pretty well. What if I ask you for like a Gruden grinder? Uh, a Gruden grinder. Who, who was down there on the line tearing stuff up for you this past week? Uh, well, I mean, I, I always go to that's why Caden Strauss is here. Yes, sir. All right. I mean, Caden Strauss plays anywhere we need him to. Uh, I mean, he's played running back, he's played tackle, he's played guard, he's played outside linebacker, he's played. He can play anywhere we need to put him. So. Can, can you count how many positions you've played, Caden? Do you know off the top of your head? Probably eight or nine. Eight or nine. That's pretty darn cool. Do you have a favorite? And I know Coach Gross, he's going to plug and play wherever, so it don't matter. But do you, do you got a favorite place to be? Yeah, Where's that at? Probably in the backfield. Probably pullback, in the backfield, the fullback. Full All right. Sure. All right. I'm sure he does, but that's not where it works out right now. And that's why that's why Beale City kids – I was, I was just saying, that's, that's, that's why, why your team's so that's good. That's why we have good teams. And I tell that to all the kids. I said, I tell it all the time. It's like, we're a team. It don't matter where you're playing. It don't matter if you're the scout team quarterback or the scout team safety or the, or the starting quarterback. We need a team. And if you don't have a team, then you don't go where, we, where we've been in the past few years. And if you're not a team, it don't matter. And, you know, we've played teams, and I know I've said this before, we've played teams that have had really good running backs. Well, we just stop that running back and we win the football game and then we move on. So 
that's the big thing to me is, is these guys will play. I mean, I could tell Carter he's playing tackle tomorrow, and he would go do it. I could tell Caden he's playing running back tomorrow, and they would go do it. I know they would. He'd be happy, yeah. too. He just gave me a big a little piss, well, piss pump. But, uh, and you know, it's one of those things, too, that I'll kind of to talk about that and laugh about that a little bit. So when, I'm, when you guys are going in the playoffs, I get out there, and by the time you get to regionals, there's usually a radio station always from another school. And the last few years when you guys have had these deep runs, we get there and they're talking to me about a running. Well, who's the go-to guy for Beale City? And I'm like, well, they got six guys with 400 yards. You know, I don't, I don't really know what to, what to tell you to focus on. But like I said, I think that, that's, that's what's special, though. Yeah, I was looking at our stats last week, and I think we already have seven different guys with touchdowns. So uh, through three games, I think we have uh, – maybe I'm wrong, maybe it's eight, but we, I know we have seven different guys with touchdowns. So that's what it's all about. And I don't think these guys really care who scores the touchdowns as long as the, we got the win and score at the end of the game. And that's what, that's what makes these guys special. Yeah, but that's the most important thing along with sportsmanship. And, Kane, I'm going to throw, throw a tough one at you here. What's something you've learned on the football field that you can't learn in the classroom? Probably that you just can't give up even if you're down – 21 zip at half. Oh, you got to love that answer, Gross, yeah, don't perfect. you? It's perfect. Caden <laughs> uh, Strauss, Carter Fussman, Coach Gross, thank you guys for joining me on Spock Sports Show. And we'll be back at it same place, same time next Monday here at the Bird Bar and Grill from the Barberry Law Firm Mobile Sports Studios. It's Spock Sports Show presented to you live by Barberry Law Firm. Be back with you next week, same place, same time. Thanks, Caden. Thanks, Carter. Yep. Thanks, Coach Gross. Thanks, Coach Wheaton, Stemke, McDonald, and thanks to Scooter Polk and Coach McIntyre. Full table tonight, and that's all we want. We'll be back with you next week on Monday, 7 o'clock on Buck 92. Thank you for listening to Spock Sports Show with Chris Spockman. The views and opinions heard on this podcast do not necessarily reflect those views, opinions of Latitude Media, our sponsors, affiliates, and My1043 or Buck92 Radio. Check out our website for even more podcasts from around the area. Just go to MyMichiganPodcast.com. It's podcasting that matters.